When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome in to Urban Meyer's Pint House. This is Weekend Kickoff. It is brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. I am Austin Ward. That is Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, Bobby Carpenter. Ohio State still unbeaten in the Big Ten, heading into November. They've got that early morning kickoff on Saturday, 11 a.m. at Nebraska. Fresh off that uh, competitive, talent-equated win over Penn State. Uh, What does that mean? There's a lot of qualifiers in there. What what is competitive? You tell me. Just grade it, Bob. What did you think about any time you can take a nine-point win over Penn State? I think you take it. What did, when talent is equal, you rely on your training? I, uh, something like that. Is that I mean, there was something, something like that. There was some phrase that used to be hearkened around the Woody Hayes. There was something, <laughs> something along similar those lines. To that, yeah. Well, we just got right into it. We're just nailing this start to the show. Well, I mean, Penn State, we knew that they would be the most talented team that this Ohio State team would face. Probably sans Oregon. I think Oregon probably had a little more talent. But they were beat up. John Clifford was a little bit better, but they've suffered a lot of injuries. They did have some talent on the outside, which we did see. And so it, I think it tested this defense. And then also it was interesting to see the offensive line. Like, they've looked really good for the last four games playing Penn State. They always have some dudes up front. Always. They've got some dudes, a linebacker. And it's not like you're just going to be able to mush them down the field for eight yards a carry. And I think we saw a little bit of trouble running the football. So I think it was a nice little wake-up call where, hey, we're beating up on some teams that we can just kind of mash all of a sudden, they got dudes that will mash back, and you've got to fight and find a way to turn those drives that were field goals into touchdowns. Yeah, historically, Penn State has always been neck and neck with Ohio State with the front seven. I mean, they, you know, over the last couple of years, they haven't had that one standout guy. I think they had uh, Carl Nassau the one year who led the uh, NCAA in sacks and, and things like that. But, you know, yeah, one of those good guys, you know, for the Nifty Lions. But um, usually have a, they re- have a really good core of uh, front seven guys yeah. that just – are prideful. I mean, they was known for starting and saying that linebacker you and yeah. all that stuff. And, you know, they're not going to just let you, they're not going to sit there and let you just really pound the ball like Ohio State been doing the past, you know, four or five weeks previous to Penn State, you know, until clearly late in the game and got a big run out. But, yeah. I mean, didn't expect anything less from that front seven. Uh, I mean, against Penn State, in my mind, a win's a win. You know, Agree. You, you know in the Big Ten as of right now and over the, the landscape the past couple of years, Penn State and Ohio State are are the two elite programs in regards to talent. Now, I'm not saying that they're equal because Ohio State is by far a, a more superior program than than Penn State. But from a talent standpoint, recruiting-wise, you constantly see those two programs Number normally within the top 10, to yeah. top 5 in recruiting rankings, and they have some dudes. In saying that, I, I think it's a great thing that, that they almost had some adversity. You saw some adversity early on the yeah. season against Oregon, and since then, when have you had any? You really haven't. Yeah. And so for them to— Oh, the Tulsa game was seven I points mean, with about uh, three minutes yeah, to go. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you well, get what well, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, field, at so. that point, Bob, you've been part of those games. You really don't <laughs> think, hey, you know, we have nothing to worry about. We're going to win this game. It's just when do we turn it on? 
But finally, they, they saw some adversity and experienced some, and I think it's a huge eye-opening for the, the offensive line. Because in the two games so far this year where you know, hey, we really got to go and attack these dudes against Oregon and Penn State, the offensive line is in the run game is the one thing that's failed. Now, Travion Henderson, that one cut that he made where he went about 70 yards, I was like, my gosh. The, that's the just dude beating is a guy. The that's dude just, is special. That's just making a guy miss. That wasn't, you know, I can't give too much credit about the offensive line because he no, tossed outside to make yeah. a guy miss. But in those type of games, that's what you got to do. You got to rely on players like that. At the end of the day, it's going to it's going to be you versus another guy. It's not going to be blocking schemes. It's not going to be B blocking. It's not going to be this guy. It's going to be that. It's going to be you winning your battle versus that one-on-one uh, with, the, with the guy in front of you. That, the speed that he got to the corner was one thing, Travion Henderson on that long run. But then the ability to cut it upfield, like almost anybody else, I feel like they would have flown into the stands trying to make yeah. that cut. That was the most impressive part to me. Uh, and he just kept, kept grinding, kept fighting. 28 carries. That's the most physically demanding test he's ever faced, probably in his career on the field. I don't know, you know, the uh, high school tape, you see him just running wild for 100-yard touchdowns over and over and over. Um, be interesting but, to see how he responds to that. He's got a little bit of a bruise on that, that left yeah. knee. But even from his standpoint, that was probably the first game this year where his eyes got wide, where he got a wake-up sure. call, right? I mean, even against Oregon, they're not known to be physical, right? When, when yeah. you get in the huh. Big Ten, hey, when you get in the Big Ten, it's Penn State, Coach, it's, if you, if you see a Wisconsin. team that rushes for like 200 yards against you and you say they're not physical, <laughs> I don't know what that says about you then. Uh, Bob, Bob, Oregon <laughs> is not a physical football team. Their Bob, receivers were great crack blockers. blockers they I'll tell they you were. That. Okay, they, they were. I'll say that they got in their way. What if, they somebody, got in their way. what if somebody replaced behind the crack block? That might have helped. Yeah, it might have helped. That, that was a defensive issue. But Penn State, Wisconsin, and Michigan, those are the three heavyweight guys that you're going up against. And you know after you get done playing them or while you're playing them, you're in a real fight. And I think that's the first time Travion, after taking some of those hits, it was like, hey, I, I'm kind of in the big leagues now. Yeah, I will argue. I will throw Iowa in that conversation yeah. as well as a tough, hard-nosed, uh, you know, prideful group of guys on both sides of the ball that, you know, really take, uh, like I said, pride in, in, in not letting you just, you know, stuff that thing down their throat, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Drill down. <laughs> yeah, just like that, you know. But back to that run, man, what's so special about Henderson, man, he can change directions without slowing down. Right. You know, usually you don't see guys as, usually a guy is, is faster, more fast and quick, or vice versa, more quick. He's both. You know, when a guy literally do not have to slow down or break stride to, to make a cut, and the type of cut he made on that long run is special. Yeah. And uh, I think the Buckeyes are going to need a lot, you know, a heavy dosage of him as we get into November and definitely going to see the ball on the ground more uh, often than not just because of the weather and the environment that we play in up in the Big Ten. And, he, and he's going to have to uh, bring it, you know, each and every week. Well, the, the offensive line in the run game is going to have to play better down this stretch. Oh, yeah, this sure. week against Nebraska, they are going to have to be huge. And then against Michigan State and Michigan, I mean, that's where you win and lose these, these football games is that offensive line has to be dominant in the run, in the run blocking game. And they haven't really been, you know, from, from the test so far, they haven't really passed in the true test that, that they've received. So they've got some stuff coming their way. Does the, how does the 11 a.m. local time kickoff impact the Buckeyes? It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it's it's sucks. awful. It's not as bad. It's bad. I mean, but you're still. Two sucks and not as bad. Well, it, 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 it's it, awful. Well, he does the morning radio, so he's like, well, yeah. it, it, I mean, you're still on central time, yeah. like on Eastern, uh, Eastern time. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it's still noon to you. 
Uh, it is a little bit earlier of a wake-up. No, you're not. But, the, alarm well, clock, still, the, the clock says 5 o'clock when you wake up instead of 6. They, they that's, that's a mind game type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. What about playing? Uh, maybe mean to cut you off, Bob, but I can guarantee you what the Buckeyes are doing, getting ready for that game. When they get there, they're turning off the, the um, settings in your phone that change the clock back manually. Oh, yeah. He said, no, because Coach Mick will tell you, no, they own our time. We ain't on their time. They own our time. <laughs> Buckeye you know, time. They own Buckeye time, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, they just, it's just a day trip. So, the time really isn't going to affect them at all. They, I play, they play a lot of noon games now, too. More yeah. so than the past with the big noon kicks. You get up, they're used to playing those early games. And used to playing, like, early big games, not just, you know, Akron and maybe some early season games. So, I do think there is a little bit of an impact of maybe a slow start. I, I look back, like, when I was playing in Dallas, we always played the second window, and we were a central time team. And when we'd have, those, like, we'd have like one early game a year, and that was bad. Like, it would be dudes showing up barely two hours before the game, coaches yeah. <laughs> yelling at them to not be ready. But these guys are used to it because they play that noon window so often. And, and it's not like it's going to be an environment that's going to be void of energy. Nebraska will fill that stadium up for Ohio State coming in there, and there's going to be a lot of passion behind it. So it's not like you can sleepwalk into a half-empty Indiana stadium and think, okay, people will be getting here in the second quarter. This is going to be something that you'll feel the intensity, I think, from Jump Street. For sure. Yeah, but here's the other thing that you've never played there, Bob. It's not waking up and say, it's not waking up and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna take the bus 15 minutes to the stadium because we're staying at a hotel right off campus." Yeah. You guys stay in Omaha, which is about an hour away. So get so guess what? Not only are you, hey, not only are you waking up early, not only are you waking up early, yeah, nice then you got drive. an hour bus drive into Lincoln. And here's the worst part. They don't, don't, give, hey, they don't give police escorts. They don't escorts. get police escorts in Nebraska unless it's an emergency. emergency. Well, how State come in as an emergency? <laughs> you know what? Well, then someone's got to be on, be take one for the team, and that's to get shanked on the bus. <laughs> we we got get the bleeder. To get the juice. We got a bleeder. We got to get. Come on. Have you, have you ever figured out who that wild card is? Because Kayvon Pope is now gone. Kayvon Pope. He threw, hey, and I told you, he's the dude that threw his gloves at the, in the stands. That coach. He's the dude that might shank a guy. I don't know if they have that guy. Maybe, maybe it's a self-imposed deal. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. It's, it's whatever. you got to get your team juiced up, man. And speaking of that, man, I remember get, uh, playing Purdue and um, at Purdue. Uh, no, you wasn't there. I wasn't there. Yeah, you wasn't there. Playing Purdue at Purdue. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was a freshman. I remember because he made an unbelievable hit on a kickoff. But, you know, um, previous years before we played there. That was we, the year after me. We lost there, though. Yeah, but we lost there. And yeah, we did 2011. 2011, we lost there. 11. 2013 was Zeke's freshman year. Yeah, 11, so we lost there. And, uh, um, With and the blocked extra point. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I remember that whole offseason, that's what the coaches were talking about, how we lose Purdue and all this other stuff. So we finally get a chance to play back there two years later. And the energy is not there. Once again, it's an early kickoff and things like that. And speaking about God, you know, sacrificial lamb, got in Cato Mitchell. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Coach Mick, because the juice wasn't there, we was getting ready to go back in right before the final, go out when, you know, get ready to take the field. And uh, Purdue locker rooms is pretty much a shed. And they, just, they got, you know, they got <laughs> chairs all yeah. around. Yeah. And Coach Mick took Cato Mitchell from the door of the chairs, right, going to the locker room and drove him, like, by his back of his head and his neck through all the chairs and just went crazy. <laughs> and everybody was just like, what's going on? And he go crazy. Oh, my God, you guys not juiced up? And la, 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 how are you going to look? And I was just like, uh-oh. There you go. Yeah, crazy. So, yeah, we need a sacrificial lamb. Coach well, somebody got to take a shank for, you know, to get this police escort to get this game rolling. Coach Mick is obviously the wild card there, Bob. Um, <laughs> He's from Pittsburgh. He might stab a dude. He, he definitely, definitely. All right. Uh, all you football fans out there, you can feel that weather starting to change. Old man winter is right around the corner. 
Is your furnace ready? Whether it just needs a quick tune-up or you need a whole new system, Columbus Comfort Heating and Cooling, they are your local Bryant Heating and Cooling dealer, and they will do whatever it takes to make sure your system is up to the task. You can rely on Columbus Comfort to provide great service at your convenience, and they'll, all, and they'll make sure you and your family stay warm and comfortable all winter long. Schedule your winter tune-up today at columbuscomfort.com. Bryant and Columbus Comfort Heating and Cooling are doing whatever it takes. They are the presenting sponsor of Weekend Kickoff. So, as we do every week, Bryant, whatever it takes, players of the week, who needs to get it done on Saturday at Nebraska? Cardale. Uh, I'm going to go with something that we mentioned a little bit earlier. It was, it's the run game. It's that time of year. So, I'm going to go with the five offensive linemen and, um, you know, everyone who's touching the ball, primarily the running backs. It, it's time to pretty much, you know, drop them a little bit because this is what you put yourself in position for this time of the year to compete for championships in November, and it's going to be done through the run game. Seems like that was the first time, maybe, Cardale, that Luke Whipler at center just, you know, you saw that talented Penn State front. Yeah. He is still just a first-year starter, and sometimes you overlook it because it was so smooth for seven or eight weeks, and then, well, all of a sudden this thing's got different on him. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, I mean, needless to say that I don't think the offensive line is getting as tested as possible or as tested as they used to yeah. up front in practice through the uh, – uh, week in and week out just because our guys are, are just primarily not those, that type of group that we used to see in Ohio State. And, you know, we get into some of these battles with a Penn State and a couple of big ones down the road. We know who they are. Um, it's going to be a battle, and, and it's something that, you know, you're going to have to see and adjust with on the run. Zach, what do you got? I love the run game. I would have went there. I think the run game is huge. Yeah. And after, go there again. I'm not going to go it there up. again. I'm not going to double it up. Take Cardell's, Cardell's sloppy seconds. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, going to the, I'm going to the other side of the ball. I'm going to say the linebackers. And I think, you know, especially Steel Chambers being out the, the first half. Right now, Steel Chambers is the best linebacker at Ohio State. By far. He's, he's the best linebacker playing-wise, performance-wise. He's the best guy for them right now. Those guys need to step up because if there's one thing that Scott Frost's offense is going to do wherever he's at at Nebraska, he is going to test these linebackers with the triple option and the different read options that he has and different RPOs and everything that he can throw at you with motions and everything else. And I'm telling you right now, Scott Frost will throw something at this Ohio State football team. Yeah. You saw, I think it was two years ago, or where they came out in like the wishbone, they right? Did. That's yep. what they were running the wishbone. Last year, you saw them almost go underneath center to start the game, like do some really weird things. And actually, last year, they had some su- success early yeah. on the game, right? So Scott Frost is going to throw a lot at this defense, and he knows he needs to get off the schneid and win a big He's game. He's a desperate coach. He's a desperate coach, and so these linebackers right now this week have to make it right and have to make some plays. And so I'm going to go with the group right in front of them, a group, the defensive line that we kind of beat up earlier in the season. They've been playing a lot better. I believe they had, what, four or five sacks. Defensive line did last week. Adrian Martinez is the best player out there. He's their leading rusher, obviously leading receiver. He's leading turnover producer. Leading, and that's, yeah. he's prone to the turnover. <laughs> he will in give big it away. Moments. He will give, give it away. He's generous. It is yeah. <laughs> almost <laughs> nice guy. Christmas time, and he is a very generous player. He loves to give the football up. They've got to get pressure on him. If they can keep him contained, they don't let him scramble around, they don't let him make plays, you force him to throw from the pocket, put pressure on him, I, I don't think there will be much of a challenge. He gets out. They're able to run the football. He's able to do some things, and you give the, he's able to pick up first downs, and that defense gets rested. Well, then that's a whole other story. But right there, Adrian Martinez, this defensive line to me is the group that's going to really have to push and make plays. I think you, this will be another opportunity, as you said, with uh, Husker Claus there. Adrian Martinez 
wrapping up some gifts. Cam Brown and Denzel Burke. Mm. Be ready for that football to come your way because he won't make mistakes. Burn wanted me to tell you to mention Cam Martinez. Cameron Martinez. Maybe he gets something I, going. Hey, it's been a little bit uh, strange to see him fade into the background because he was really on that upward trajectory uh, and helping in there in that slot corner and playing well. But that tells you how much better Marcus Williamson has been practicing and preparing, and he forces that fumble last week. So um, it, that depth is starting to build there defensively. As Cam Martinez, like, he, he didn't do anything wrong. Just another senior guy started playing a lot better. Yeah. But you just look at that secondary. They've got to be ready. There's going to be some opportunities they have you to take advantage. You think maybe Martinez on Martinez crime might be possible? Well, you can't ever maybe. rule it out. Maybe. But yeah, I think once Cam Brown gets his hands on that football, Zach and I talked about it earlier in the week, you got to know where to return that football. Go to the sideline. Yeah, got to got to know where to go. You got it's to. not the long way yeah. around. Hey, yeah. but, but I want people to realize, like, and I think the, t- the team is, is saying all the right things this week. And in the locker room, you know, you, you're facing a team that I think is two and six or whatever they're at. Yeah, they're, three and six. They're, yep. Three and six, whatever they are. It, at that point, it's kind of like you're not playing the record. You're playing the team on film. You know, and, and there's a couple games, and it's so much from a finishing standpoint. Yes, in week zero, Nebraska got beat by Illinois, right? Brett Bielma's first game back in the Big Ten, they, they played terribly. But since then, they've went on a run. They should have beaten Oklahoma at the time, lost by a touchdown. But if you've watched that game, Cam Martinez turned it over multiple times, and they should have very easily won that football game. Went to overtime against Michigan State and lost by three. Crushed Northwestern. Lost to Michigan by three, but yeah. they were winning the entire football game. Yeah. I watched that yeah. game from start to finish. Nebraska dominated Michigan, and Michigan squeaked it out at the end. And then they go and barely lose to Minnesota and barely lose to Purdue. They're playing it, better. It's a, it, they're playing better. It's a dangerous team. It, it's kind of like, hey, just a couple things aren't going their way. You know, Martinez turns it over uh, one too many times in a game. Yeah. This team, if they play a complete football game, they are a very good football team. They are. They played really bad situational football. If yes. You can clean they, that up. Like end of half, end of, like the Illinois meltdown at the end of half. Special teams. Probably. Special teams, turnovers, end of game in the Michigan situation. I mean, there's just, you look at this, you're like just waiting for it. So if they can play better situational football, they're a team that, I mean, they're really close. They're really yeah. close. And it's, if they keep playing hard, I mean, they might punch through. Hopefully it's not this week. Yeah, you've, you've heard that message from Ryan Day all week. Just ignore that number and put the film on. You can see a team that can push Ohio State. We're going to talk a lot more about that if we take a little halftime break here on Weekend Kickoff, which is brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It takes attention to detail. With your local Bryant dealer, you're getting more than just a technician. You're getting someone who pays attention to your needs and the little things that make a big difference. It takes a dealer you can rely on. And to keep your family warm this winter... Here, let me show you how this works. It takes Bryant. Bryant. Whatever it takes. And to keep your family comfortable, it takes Columbus Comfort Heating and Cooling. Find them at columbuscomfort.com. And now with some early bowl predictions, Bobby Carpenter. 
Well, Austin, what I'm seeing here is 12 lucky Roosters guests are getting the opportunity to travel to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with two tickets, airfare, and hotel. One prize winner will be chosen each week. Guessing to register weekly at RoostersWings.com. Uh, that's great, Bobby. What I was asking was your prediction for the Buckeyes this bowl season. I have no idea. I'm going to Roosters right now to register. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, taking a quick break from weekend kickoff, of course, is brought to you by Brian Heating and Cooling. And this week specifically, we've got Tim back from Columbus Comfort Heating and Cooling. Our guy from a yeah. year ago. Yeah, it's been a year. We've had a lot of fun up here, haven't we? Decided you still wanted to hang out with us, so I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it, You know what? It's because I get to give good information. I need it. Because I'll tell you, when I see some of them or other people giving information or anything on the Internet, yeah, it makes me want to gouge my eyes out <laughs> because 90% of it is so crazy. All right. Well, bring us the truth. What do we need to know right now? Okay, so a lot of people talk about changing your furnace filters and you know, there's still a lot going on with the quality of air. Uh, yeah, like I tell everybody, if you really want to be safe, okay, so just make sure that the furnace is clear, you right. know? You and I are breathing, right? Yep. Now, how would you be breathing if I had something in front of your face? Not great. Not great. It's hard for that thing to breathe, and that's what creates carbon monoxide. Uh, you know, I go to a lot of customers' houses. Oh, well, this company was out and said, we got a cracked heat exchanger, and we're, we got carbon monoxide. No, a cracked heat exchanger does not create carbon monoxide. <laughs> An incomplete combustion yeah. creates carbon monoxide, which means lack of oxygen. That's where your problem comes into play. Okay. So that's why it's so important to have them cleaned and don't stack anything in front of it. Give that thing a three-foot area to breathe. And, you know, instead of buying these big, expensive $15 air filters, number one, very few homes in Columbus, Ohio, can accept that filter. You're putting too much strain on the motor. That return airdrop was not sized that way. Yeah. Go and use a Merv 8. Buy that $5 filter. It's going to be better off for you in the long run. So somebody's calling you up. They think they've got that concern. Is that just you're going to come in the first day and just give an inspection, offer a recommendation? What, what are the services that you would do to give this advice to someone who does call? Oh, I'll, I'll give advice to anybody that asks me in a grocery store. So, I mean, it's not hard. Uh, you know, I like to talk. So, I mean, call the office. We can walk you through it. You know, when we go out to do a repair, we do a complete furnace inspection anyway. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense to go in and, oh, this part's bad. Well, why did that part go bad? What's the blower motor doing? What's your gas pressure? What's the temperature rise? Is the draft good? Yeah. Is this furnace safe? We do it on every call. Whether right. you call for a furnace cleaning check or just a repair. 
you, I, so that's the nice thing about us is when we come in, you're going to get your burners clean. I mean, that furnace is going to be in top shape. Yeah. We're not the fastest company in the world, I can tell you. That. I mean, it takes us about an hour, hour and a half to get through each call, but we go that extra step right. and make sure it's safe. Isn't that the debate all the time? Do you want, uh, you know, quantity and zip through it, or do you want to do it right and get some quality out? Well, we go for quality. I, I found in life it's a lot easier to give quality. You know, the guys doing the quantity thing, we go behind them all day. <laughs> Come in and it, clean it up. It's an all-day thing. You know, sometimes the cheapest bidder is not the best. Right. But also, I've seen where the most expensive bidder wasn't the best either. So I, <laughs> I guess shoot for the middle and cross your fingers and hope. There you go. Well, or just go up Columbus Comfort for oh, eating and cleaning the oh, first yeah, time. That, yeah, I guess I should promote myself. Yeah, maybe call Columbus Comfort. We'll fix it. We'll hook you up. That seems like the best, best experience in your life. That's, that's it. Uh, Saturday, noon, Ohio State and Nebraska. What do you got? I, I think Ohio State will beat them by three to three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. I, I'd like to see three touches on them. Okay. Hey, and Nebraska's a good team. I mean, I think they're under – just like Purdue, I think, was underestimated uh, or underrated, you know. And I still think Michigan and Michigan State are overrated, you know. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to be a nice battle, and I think Ohio State to get them by three. I think last week was a really good learning experience for C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Hey, you got to think, that kid was throwing a high school football last year. Well – he wasn't getting to throw anywhere last year, dealing with uh, COVID situations and oh yeah, back, you know, and that's I think that that's part of what you're mentioning. Like, you know, we all had to deal with different things, but these guys didn't get to play a lot of football. He's never thrown a pass at the collegiate level until this year, so a lot of a lot of learning experiences. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, you know, when you obviously you this is your living, you know, you study Ohio State football, right? And you see a lot of people talk bad about that young man. I mean, my God, that kid, what is he, 19? Yeah. I mean, that's a big risk. Could you imagine being 19 years old? Buckeye Nation, like, uh, we're going to need you to go out and get us a championship, and you got to be perfect. Never make a mistake. Whenever. Yeah, I tell you, well, like I tell everybody, if your human hand's involved, there's a mistake that can be made. That's right. But then you learn from it and get better and grow, and he's, he's certainly done that. Got oh, a, absolutely. Another opportunity to do that on Saturday. We got to preview it right here with our friends at Columbus Comfort Heating and Cooling. Thanks to them and Bryant Heating and yep. Cooling. Well, thanks for having me. It's good to see you again. Now you have to come back for year three. Oh, yeah, I'll be back next year. Yeah, well, there's food here, so of course I'm coming back. <laughs> Deal. All right, man, we appreciate it, and we're going to go right back to the show. All right, welcome back. We're going to roll along. It's the second half. It's weekend kickoff. It is brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems, and we start the third quarter every time with the buyer's auto question for Cardale. Uh-oh. Take me through, Cardale, that the most dissected throw of the week for C.J. Stroud was the fourth and short throw to Chris Olave out there. It was incomplete. Uh... Could Chris Olave have changed the route? Did CJ just short arm it? Like, did he have to adjust because of the coverage? You've been through all this before. Not every throw is going to be perfect. Yeah. What did you see? And I got an answer for this question. Oh, after yeah. you I want to hear Zach's answer oh. first. You want to hear my answer first? Yeah. It's plain and simple. Officials. Uh, a couple plays before that, <laughs> he had a blatant, incomplete pass. Like, literally, my three-year-old nephew could have called incomplete pass and they act like it was a fumble and they run all the way down the field and CJ Stroud trying to be the guy you know show some effort runs all the way 70 yard sprint down the field officials go touchdown no idea why they went touchdown <laughs> and then three plays later CJ Stroud's got to make a throw and guess what he'd have his legs underneath him You're legs retired he got, he got gas from one he got play. gas that's, Hell yeah. that sounds like a Mickey Marotti thing oh yeah 70 yard <laughs> run Give us the real answer. Okay, I'm going to go against a little bit of that. Um, I think in, in, in critical situations, especially a pass that you think is so routine, you, you find yourself short on it. 
And I think the hardest passes for me personally was like the little bubbles because for one, you want to keep the guy upfield and try to get him in stride and things like that. And yeah. it's like, it's like got a, such a extended, strong arm. You're so strong, Cardell. Thank you. Appreciate that. But it's like an extended <laughs> handoff. And I think in a, a critical point of time in the game, I, I think he just – I think that, uh, that, that butt just – Tighten up a little bit and made him <laughs> short arm a little bit and just missed a guy. But you love to see, uh, you know, Chris make that play. I mean, as a quarterback, you always said, I'm just putting it in your area. I think I'll leave, at the ball, leave my hands, it's up to you to, you know, make it work. Yeah. You know, but it was way short. It's it was to tough. It was tough. It's up to you. <laughs> but to it was order. tough, though. So. Well, up to you. Is that uh, trying to like guide? You think he was trying to guide it a little I bit? I think, yeah, I think sometimes you, you, and that's when you short arm it yeah. because you feel like you just like, let me just kind of like, like, like almost like throwing a dart. Yeah. That's how you look at some of those throws. Well, and they come you, you want to know something? It almost looked like too. He didn't think he didn't think Chris Lava would be that open. Like I think he thought he would have to hold on to and it a little bit longer, just the way the play was developing. But <clears throat> no one literally caught guarded Chris Lave as he was running up the seam and I think CJ just kind of threw it maybe a little bit yeah, quicker and, than and he even wanted the, to throw it and you just short arm it probably so and then that's the ones that's the hardest ones when he is that open yeah <laughs> I don't want to mess it up it's purple oh, I messed it up <laughs> yeah uh, off the field we go I, I just so. wondered if there was any part of it where he because CJ Stroud mentioned after the game they saw maybe cloud coverage over there and the safety coming over that maybe there would have been a way that the that Olave could have adjusted and just stopped in the zone. And I, play, and, and maybe, blame your receiver. That's <laughs> no, he did not. No, 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 he did not. He and, did not blame and, and then maybe I just maybe, asked what he saw. I mean, and then at some point we also got to give. I mean, those guys are they go to Penn State. You think they want to lose the game? So whatever they did to affect him, to you know the way he threw the ball. I mean, they they did enough. Yeah. You know, to disguise a look or make him think one thing is not another or or not for whatever reason. You know, Chris and um, CJ was on the right page. Yeah. And you got to give credit where credit is due. Maybe that was something Penn State did. You know, you don't always say, oh, if he would have did this, we would have did this. So, all right. Where's that? That's why we asked. It's the buyer's auto question for Cardale. <laughs> okay. and, and Zach. Yeah, it's, well, Zach. And Zach. And Zach. We can, we, it's a question for me every time. Get the yeah. <laughs> That's right. He did talk about this week, CJ Stroud did, the rotator cuff issue. He publicly put it out there. We've talked oh. previously about the AC joint separation that he's now talking about publicly. Not a mystery to anybody who's been uh, watching any of these shows for the last two months that that was the situation that he was dealing with. But he's talking about it, and the Big Ten Network asked, said, yeah, rotator cuff, that was why he was shut down for certain days in August. And then the AC joint separation making the tackle at Minnesota. I don't know, does it, does it change anything for you guys? You already knew what that situation was. We'd well, already talked about it. It does for me from this standpoint is, okay, you got a sore rotator cuff, and like the AC joint, those are kind of two different, different injuries. Because the AC joint is only happening based upon contact. And yeah. so when we found out, like, well, it's AC joint, but it didn't happen during camp, but he was missing time, like, leading into camp, I'm like, what, he fall down the stairs? Like, did he get hit? <laughs> or is he just, like, because the only way you're getting an AC joint, quarterbacks don't get AC no. joints unless they're getting crunched. Zach, I, like, dudes, when you're getting hit, like, that happens to all other positions. And so now it's like, okay, well, you got a sore rotator cuff. That makes sense. We'll ease you in and out of that. And then making the tackle against Minnesota, you had like kind of a separate injury that kind of flared up a little bit that just really takes time and you got to rest it some. So that makes a lot of sense, more sense to me because I, the two things just didn't align. I'm like, dude, if you have an AC joint, you're taking time off in camp. Cardell, those dudes, those black jerseys were sewn onto their shoulder pads. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you did not get touched. Yeah. So well, Cardell did. Trip, well, oh, yeah. back in the day, they used to throw <laughs> yeah. them in the red. 
But I'm like, you didn't get touched, so either you like literally were running and tripped and fell down, exactly. or I don't have another reason of how that would have happened. Right. Well, I, I don't understand why people are making a big deal about it right now. Is the dude not in the Heisman Trophy race? Has the dude not been playing well? Like, yeah. Is the dude not going to break, I think, every freshman record in the Big Ten for a quarterback? Is the dude not going to... I mean, have a record year at Ohio uh, State after yeah. a record year after all these records have been being set by JT, Cardell, uh, Braxton, you know, right. Justin Fields. Like, all these guys have been breaking all these records. This dude's going to do it again. So uh, why does it matter to us? The, dude, yeah. the dude's crushing it. I'm sorry. Just like last year when we talked about Justin with the hip injury or, or whatever it was yep. with the uh, Clemson game. I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk about is if I'm going to be impressed with someone's toughness, especially a quarterback, or is he playing? No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be impressed how he throw for 400 yards with that same injury, and then look at him like, "Oh, are you okay?" When he throw for 200? No, no, no. You can play. You can play. Perform. Simple. Yes. You've made it very clear that yeah. uh, <laughs> like, toughness is not an optional. Yeah, no, if you're I don't think play it's the quarterback <laughs> at Ohio State. You can play. You're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got a big November ahead of him. Ohio State needs C.J. Stroud and all the rest of those Buckeyes at their best, as you guys said. This team is 3-6 and six in Nebraska, but they've played much better than that, uh, or at least tougher than that, if that's the right way to put it. Zach, what do we got, 16? 15. 15, 15 as we get yeah. into the Coors Light. It's crept up a little bit. It was started like 14 and a half, 14. It's, no, it's kind of been sitting at 15, pretty stagnant all week long. Yeah, you I can probably Zach find check it every two hours. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're heading over west, you can maybe stop in Indiana or even oh. in Iowa and maybe yeah. check on that line and see what happens as you get ready with the Coors Light. Silver bullet picks and the Vizies for Bobby this week and me. 15 is the number. Let's yeah. work off that. Cardale? Um, I went with a shellacking last week. I came up a little short. Uh, my a little short. I mean, we all came up. Yeah, uh, my 42-10 of Penn State. And I'm, I'm still a little shocked that the line is only 15, and I think it was 18 or 16. No, it was, it, was, it was 18 and a half. 18 and a half. 18 and a half, and even on game day, it got up to 20 and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 20 and a half, 18. I actually think game time kick books? was 19 and a half. Are you John running Holmes books? Line. No, I just uh, <laughs> Are you running <laughs> books? I'm not running Jesus. books, no. No, I got, <laughs> oh, I got a good buddy who bets. He's breaking okay. the books. Yeah, I got yeah, a good buddy who bets. No, it was 18 and a half. I actually think kickoff was 19 and a half. That's massive spread against Penn State. Yeah, it's weird to me that Nebraska would be smaller. but I have Ohio State 35, Nebraska 21. Mm. Closer oh, than uh, the experts think. That. I was expecting that from you. Really? I was. I was. I was, really? I was expecting same that. Same brainway. Yeah. 35 uh, Because you want to know something. After, after beating Penn State in, in the game that they had, they need to put together a kind of complete game and show, especially now that the college football rankings are coming out, yeah. they got to show the committee, hey, you know, we're, we're big time. We, we're pageant you know, ready. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, we're ready to rock, right, and compete against Georgia and Alabama, which I don't want We could talk for an hour about college football rankings and why Alabama that's, was at number that's two. That's why I didn't bring it up. We could talk for hours upon hours, but we're not <laughs> in saying that. I actually think this Nebraska team is a damn good football team. I think Scott Frost is a good coach. I think the people in Nebraska uh, don't give him any credit whatsoever. We haven't been to a bowl game. uh, Yeah, I know, but still. They're three and six. They're three and six, but they've played some teams really well is what I'm getting at. And the two teams in the Big Ten that everyone has said should be competing against Ohio State, some people are projecting them to beat Ohio State. They lost to both of those teams by three. Right, so yeah. so those are were heavyweight fights for them, and if those people think those teams are better than Ohio State, then guess what? The spread should be two. <laughs> exactly. Right, and saying that, and saying that, 
I do like Scott Frost, and I think he's going to throw the bank at Ohio State. He needs a winner under his belt. I am going to go Ohio State 38, Nebraska 28. Wow. Two. I mean, you guys are, that's, you guys actually, are, I like that's that. why I knew that. Two I Nebraska knew you were going to that. Actually, this is, we're going to make some history today. You guys are off the defensive bandwagon, man. No, I, I just, I, I, you know what I'm going to stop doing? I'm going to stop putting too much, I want to say faith, but, but not faith. putting too much credit to our opponents. It's still a Big Ten. You know, hey. we, we joke and clown about these guys all the time. Ohio State's so superior and stuff like that. Hey, but they, Zach, they still got to go out there and play. Zach, Zach Boren lost over there. I did. I did. The one time oh. I played, I lost. Oh. But it, but that still, was quite a game. It was quite a game. Joe Bowser still, still launching, launching footballs into the stands. Oh, there goes one right over there. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> can't get it intercepted. Oh, no, it can't stands. get it intercepted. But here's the thing. You know, last week against Penn State, I actually felt really good about that score because I thought just defensively Ohio State matched up really well against Penn State. Against a triple option, against an RPO, against all these things that Scott Frost is going to throw at you, it's hard to contain. It's hard not to, you know, those third downs they convert. Like, it's just a tough offense to go against. And especially if this is their Super Bowl, so to speak, and especially if Scott Frost is going to throw every little gadget that he has at you that we saw last year with tight end screens and all kinds of different things. I have a feeling they're going to score some points this week. And that's nothing about being off the Ohio State bandwagon. I just think this is a really tough offense to guard. Exactly. I mean, you look at the last time we guarded an offense like this. Came up short. The part that you talked about that I think is interesting, Zach. Was it San Oregon? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, the RPOs. And, so, and like, yeah, RPOs. that's not just He's a sprinkle some, of their offense. Yeah. It's their staple. Yeah. 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 Every, got, yeah, every. Go ahead, Austin. Mess, Sorry right? for Bobby cut you no, off. No, he's, he's, he's yeah. got that part of it, you know, from the Oregon background as well, Scott Frost does. So, uh, how different would it look? That's just what I think. Like, he can't get over the hump. He loses all these close games. We know that there's other issues, special teams, other gaffes that they've made. But over four years, like, he put his entire career on the arm and decision-making and brain of Adrian Martinez. Uh. And that's the part I just can't get past because it's obviously cost him games, bowl trips and job security and all this, the rest. Like, that's what you wanted to do? Like, four years? All of it on the line? And that's... I mean, I guess that's just a testament of what's behind him. Yeah. Well, well they had, a, they had a McCaffrey. Like, Before oh, McCaffrey. They brought, they brought in Luke McCaffrey and... 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 They had the opportunity to get a dude who won a Heisman Trophy. And, and they didn't. They passed up on and him. And they passed up on him. But he, I know but that for what that they is, that quote, I know that, that quote is going to haunt that. him for his entire Yeah, but I know that. But the thing that, I think the he thing, said, quote, we're good. Are you, are you pursuing the, Joe Burrow? We're good. But we the believe things in what that, we yeah. yeah, but the things that he wanted to do, I don't think that really fit Joe. Joe can do anything. I mean, he's not about to run the ball 15 to 20 times a game. He's sneaky fast. I agree. But he, I don't think he's about to run the ball 15, 20 times a game. Yeah. I, no, I, well, maybe I, if you had a guy that could throw a little better, you wouldn't have to run the ball that much. I agree with you, but I still think over Scott Frost's four, year, four years in Nebraska so far, he hasn't won that marquee game. Right. No. They've gotten close, but he hasn't won it. I right. think at some point you have to win that game in order to take the next step. And they're just like itching to win that game, which in my mind, again – Makes it scary for Ohio State going there this weekend, especially them knowing how close they are. Scott Frost is telling them, we lost only, th- you know, three to Michigan State, three to Michigan. Like, we're right there. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. kind of giving them some 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 hope and some, <laughs> some confidence, false right? Some false hope. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. But. So you said, you said 38-28? Yeah. Okay. 
False That's hope. When we get down, false hope, 38-28. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, Fool's gold by keeping it close again. Close, but no cigar. I'm going to go, I think, and here's the thing last week. It's the first time we've watched that Buckeye offense drive the football and not be able to turn them into touchdowns. Yes, they had right. four field goals. And they had, you know, got bogged down. I don't know if they drive it quite as effectively as they did against Penn State. But I think, you know, Ryan, and I, I guess I just look at this going from... Uh, Clemson game to Clemson game. First year they got bogged down the red zone, couldn't get it done. Next year they came out, touchdown, touchdown. I mean, converted them all. I think he probably looks at that. We need, we need to make sure we're better on third and short. You know, second, you know, better situations to put us down there, especially when we start crossing the 35-yard line. I think they convert those. I like it about 35, 35-17. 35-17. I like it 45-17. You go State. super beefy, and you walk me into this all the time. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, hey, Bob, yeah. come on over to my side of the pool. It's really deep. Yeah. We're going to get we're gonna gonna just everybody. On. Yeah, we're going to really get yeah. last, I mean, last week was not my finest pick. That one kind of backfired a little bit on Penn State. James Franklin with Your a Your optimism better. rubs off. Well, I, can't, I need to go over there with Cardell, the, the pessimist hey, yeah, side. You don't yeah, want to be on the pessimist side, Bob. Life is too short to be skeptical of realist. We're the realists. You guys are real. The realist I know. but The I, realist local trash company. We'll find out on yes. Saturday morning. Can't wait to get over to Lincoln, Nebraska again for a Big Ten showdown. It's November. What happens in November, Bob? November. It's for contenders. <laughs> November is for contenders. I believe that's in a manual somewhere. August are for pretenders. <laughs> champs, cha- hey, this is when the champs separate from the chumps. Championship yeah. season is well underway. Ohio State's still unbeaten in the Big Ten, looking to stay that way against Nebraska. All I know is that four guys up here pre- predicted the Buckeyes to win against the Huskers, so we'll take that. It's uh, brought to you by Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems. This weekend kickoff. Appreciate Coors Light as well, Byers Auto, and Urban Myers Pint House for having us in yet again. We'll be back here next Thursday night. That's Cardale Jones, Zach Bourne, Bobby Carpenter. I am just Austin Ward. We will see you next weekend. Enjoy the game. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.